Hello, I am Kristen Damara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad you're with me today. It's early November, and it's unbelievable how fast the year is going. I believe every year the years do go by faster for each one of us individually because time just changes the way that we think and the way that we also look back at time when it comes to the whole world. But in this case, when it comes to real estate, I mean, I remember when it used to take forever, it seemed like, to save enough money to buy a house, to get an appointment with a banker to meet with a realtor and start looking for houses and so forth and so forth. Everything took so long. Now, speed is what it's all about. That is what I believe has driven the real estate market to such a high degree more than anything else. Sure, there are a lot of issues that have impacted the values of real estate and the reason people want to buy real estate. But because of the speed factor, I think people are starting to look at buying a home as some kind of a video game in a way because you were doing so much on video. And why am I talking about that? Well, it's because there's a company called Zillow that is in the universe. You've all heard about it because what they do is they give you a free value on your home. But it wasn't long ago that in addition to giving you a free value and estimate on the value and the cost of your home if somebody was wanting to buy it, they got into the i-buying business internet buying of homes across the country so that they could buy them and then sell them at a profit. So the reason that it was successful for the amount of time that it was successful is because of the speed factor. People were able to sell homes quickly, those that needed to sell homes quickly, and move on to their next venture in life, be it in real estate or not. Well, it wasn't long ago, just within the last couple of weeks ago, that Zillow stopped its business of buying homes so that they could flip them, essentially, make more money after they might have done some renovations, and create huge profits. That's over for Zillow. But there are other companies that are doing the same thing. One of the companies is called Open Door Technologies. The other one is called OfferPad Solutions. And these are the two biggest players in the i-buying industry Now that Zillow has pulled out of the i-buying business, well, what does this have to do with you? It has a lot to do with you because they, in their move of pulling out of the i-buying business, Zillow, has impacted the real estate market all across the country. So, you're wondering, like me, is it the i-buying system that has really driven up these prices of homes? We're going to talk about that and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? 
First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservation soon. Yearington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yearington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. The median home price in northern Nevada, over half a million dollars. That's for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home of median, middle-class style living. Nothing super major fancy, uh, but not at the bottom of the scale either. The median sales home price represents the fact that half of the homes sold in the area sold for less than $540,000, and half of the homes that sell in the area in the last month sold for more than $540,000. So what you could say is that half of the homes in northern Nevada cost less to buy than $540,000. Yay, I do feel better about that. But the fact remains, home sales values have gone up dramatically over the course of the last several years. In fact, in just one year, The median sales price of a home in northern Nevada, Reno Sparks, has gone up over 18% in just one year. You add two, three, four years behind that of similar growth, and you can see what I'm talking about. For some people that bought a home just a few half dozen years ago, the value of their home has doubled. Some people have seen even more. And, you know, it's just kind of hard to figure out why. Well, you know, the smart people move at a different pace than those of, the, those of us that are not quite so smart. And I think the technology people have moved so fast and have been able to move the way that homes are bought and sold across the country so fast that we've been somewhat oblivious to the fact that the prices have gone up so much because of that. You know, when the technology world came into existence, it was supposed to be for the betterment of mankind, to help people do things with less effort, less strain. Uh, no one said it was going to be less expensive, but I wish they had because what seems to be happening is as more technology gets into any part of any business, the cost of doing business with that company goes up. It is crazy. Technology is supposed to help us get things at lower prices, at lower costs, at lower effort. But the eye-buying technology across the United States has really been, to my opinion, a great impact as to why home values have gone up so fast. These are the digital flippers of 2021. Open Door Technologies just made an offer to buy my home. I got a letter in the mail from Open Door Technologies saying that because of where my address is, et cetera, et cetera, my home was X, worth X dollars and they want to talk to me about buying my home. Of course, I got another letter in the mail from Detroit. 
And it was for someone trying to get me to do a mortgage. Somebody just get me to do my real estate business, the money, all of that part of it. They wanted me to do it, not here in northern Nevada where I live. They wanted me to go to Detroit. Oh, it wasn't that they wanted to fly me to Detroit. Don't get me wrong. They want me to go online and do business with them. They are in Detroit, and for some reason, I'm supposed to be attracted to doing that kind of business. There are people that respond to that, a lot of people that respond to that, and I am somewhat of an anomaly in that regard that maybe I don't respond to those kinds of things, and I believe in the value of doing business with local people that I can see, that I can talk to in person, that I run into every now and then, that I know and trust because, let's face it, they're part of my life. Not somebody that's going to do a big real estate transaction with a whole lot of money attached to it, and then suddenly they'll disappear from the face of the earth for all we're concerned because they're in Detroit or some other distant locale in the U.S. But let's get back to talking about the eye-buying market. One of the top newspapers in the country, their headline about this said, Zillow's end to eye-buying jolts the market. Jolts. That's not what anybody wants to hear when you talk about the real estate market. But that's really what happened because these companies in the iBuying world have got to be wondering for themselves, is this really the right thing for us to be doing? Is this the kind of business that we really should be in, the iBuying of homes? Because a lot of money is riding on just a few transactions when it comes down to it, even when homeowners have just sold approximately 15,000 homes to iBuyers through iBuyers in the second quarter, it still only accounts for less than 1% of all the homes sold in the U.S. But in some areas, the iBuying process and the iBuying acceptance is even higher. Phoenix, Arizona, Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, they had a market share there in those areas of over 5% in just one quarter. And home buying prices, home buying prices, of course, are soaring, is what it says, all over the place. And I think one is feeding the other. And that has me cautious on the future of the values of homes that have appreciated so much during these past few years. Recently in Phoenix, Arizona, Open Door and Offpad iBuying Services, they bought fewer homes compared with what they were looking at on the Zillow side. So Zillow was buying homes at higher prices. Open Door and OfferPad are buying fewer homes and at less prices. And now Zillow's out of the market. Is it going to happen? Is it going to stay? Are we going to be able to continue to do business with Open Door technologies and OfferPad solutions as we move forward? Of course, I, I can't imagine that they'll close their doors immediately. But if there's not enough money, there's going to be other ways, other technologies that will come to play that will be tempting for many traditional types of buyers, people that like to visit with people face-to-face, to do big real estate transactions through the digital world. If you have any questions, you want to find out more about the digital world when it comes to Zillow's iBuying jobs, I buy, I, when it comes to Zillow stopping its process of buying homes, you can get all that information just by Googling iBuying in the U.S. Later on the show, we'll be talking with Debbie Gilmore. She's going to be giving us an update on the upcoming Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. That and more after this.
Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. With me in the studio today, Debbie Gilmore from the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Welcome back to our show, Debbie. Thanks, it's nice to be here, Peter. It's nice to have you back. Lavender is one of the top plants that honeybees love. I know it because no matter when I travel around the country, visit friends, family, if they have lavender outdoors, the honeybees are all over them. All over. They they absolutely, it's almost like they keep the other insects off of them because they, that is their dominant food. What are some other plants that honeybees love? Well, it depends on the time of the year. The biggest challenge is to have fall flowering, nectar-producing plants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Their favorite color is purple. So there's like bluebeard that's good, um, the salvias, um, a lot of purple purple flowering plants. Rocky Mountain bee plant is a really good one. Mm -hmm. Um, And it spreads and reseeds itself. It's It's a really good plant. Yeah, I've heard of a plant called, a flower called bee balm. Yes, bee balm is another one. I think it's got to be good with a name like bee balm. That's right, yeah. How did it get its name, right? Right. Uh, My wife loves to plant sunflowers because the honeybees seem to really like those, and she likes the look of those sunflowers. That's a a later season plant, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, of course, we have a lot of wild um, sagebrush. And so we have the Russian sage that really is pretty hardy and Hey, guess what? It's purple. It's purple. How about that? No wonder. (laughs) And now, late, late in the season, the rabbit brush, the yellow slash orange colored sagebrush that we have all around. We were just absolutely love that, don't they? They do. Um, We were out just a couple of days ago to our our bees, and we were watching them, and they were bringing in lots of bright orange pollen and i'm sure that's from the the rabbit brush Mm -hmm. but after rabbit brush freezes 
it also produces a nectar. So it's a great fall food for honeybees. So even though it looks like it's gone through a frost process and maybe it looks like it's dying, it's actually producing yes, nectar. Yes, producing nectar. Well, how nice. That is so nice to know. And with the uh, warmer and sunny days available in the fall sometimes, like we're having so far warm days, that's got to be good for the honeybees, Debbie, because I still see that they're really active at this time of year. Well, it's good and it's bad, Peter, because they are active. But there's not very much nectar and not very much pollen out there. So mm -hmm. they are consuming resources within their beehive. Mm. And if you don't supplement those resources, they will starve come January and February because oh, they run out of they'll food. They'll eat all the reserves. So there, there's pluses and minuses. So we have to have a, find a way to help the honeybees stock their pantries. That's right. This time of the year, if we see that they need that, and yeah, I would imagine activity in the beehive means burning of calories just like with any creature the more activity the more calories they burn so mm -hmm. if it is an extensively long fall and then they're consuming and burning calories using their reserves and then a big ice storm comes in that could really be damaging it can it can and the honeybees cluster in the in the well the fall and the winter and so if it's really warm and then it gets really, really cold, you know, the bees can um, die because they don't cluster fast enough where mm -hmm. the cluster's not warm enough. Mm -hmm. So winter is very challenging for honeybees. It sure is, and that's what we're doing at our bee apiary, trying to get ready for the pending cold and colder weather that's coming. I know a lot of beekeepers are doing that. The first time beekeepers, the people are going to be launching for the very first time in 2022, Debbie, they're listening to what we're talking about, and they're probably thinking, wow, what did we get into? What are we going to be getting into? But it's, it's really funny in the sense that if you have some general knowledge and you make the right kind of preparations at the right time of the year, most people can get in and through winter with their honeybees without problems. That's right. Um it's, you know, there's challenges in everything that we do. There's challenges with keeping honeybees, but um, it is probably one of the most satisfying hobbies that a person can get into um, and the family can get into. But um, probably a really good thing for people who are interested in beekeeping is to grab a couple of bee books this winter and read a little bit and take our class in January and um, we help you step by step. It's not like, oh my goodness, I'm out here on my own. We have mentors all across northern Nevada to help you. Um, so we can help you get going. Great place to start is on the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. You'll see all kinds of pictures there of other beekeepers in activity. There's videos to check out. And there's also the way to register for the 2022 Beekeepers Conference in Yarrington, Nevada. Debbie, it's one of the best values, not only for education, but for entertainment as well. I always have such a good time traveling to Yarrington, Nevada. You see, I was born in a small town in Colorado, very similar in size to Yarrington, and it's just like going back home. It is so much fun. Uh, the neat little shops there, great restaurants, and the whole town is, uh, no pun intended, buzzing with activity. <laughs> 
around well, the time of the Beekeepers Conference. Yarrington is a busy little town. It is. It is. And um, city of Yarrington is so welcoming to our beekeepers. Lyon County is so welcoming to our beekeepers. We have great support there for our conference and um, we are working with hotel people to give better rates to our beekeepers when they come for the conference. So it's just a, you know, it's it's a good place to be and um, so supportive of beekeepers there. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some of the sponsors that you have. The city of Yarrington, I know, uh, is a great sponsor of the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, but the county is also involved. They are. Um, they give us grant money and they... Um, you know, support us in our endeavors. And um, so we're just really pleased that they're so supportive. You bet. Of us. The Room Tax Board with Lyon County and the City of Yarrington uh, do a great job to help bring activities and events they and uh, hotel nights to the City of Yarrington. There are just a few hotels in Yarrington, so it's important to get your registration, your room nights for the 24th, the 25th, and maybe the 26th. It just depends on how much time you want to spend there. But right. um, we like to, you know, you make that trip to Yarrington, why leave? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. You might as well just stick around for a while. <laughs> One thing about our conference, too, Peter, is we supply all meals and snacks and everything. So once you're at the conference, you don't have to leave, and you're well-fed and well-entertained. Oh, let me tell you, that's one of the secrets of the great uh, Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, is the food is outstanding. It you is. You would think you'd get rubber chicken at most of these places, <laughs> right, with all the political stuff that happens in Nevada, but it's not like that at all. You have an outstanding company that comes in, and every year they put in an award-winning meal, and not just one meal, it's for every meal of the sessions. And uh, that alone, Debbie, is worth the price of admission. There's six full <laughs> meals that we offer. I agree. And we have morning and afternoon snacks each day. I mean, if you go home hungry from our conference, something is wrong. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, no. And uh, I, I enjoy the opportunity not only to taste the different and great foods uh, from all of the meals, Debbie, but you have vendors that come in as well with some of their bee products and specialty items. And uh, that's really a great opportunity for especially first-time beekeepers to see what's really, the, what's really needed. I mean, what is the basic tool in the world of beekeeping? You know it. I know it. But they don't know it, <laughs> Debbie. They don't know that it's a hive tool. Oh, yes, really. <laughs> I carry one in my glove box. We have about 20 of them, and we still <laughs> look for hive tools. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great way to win. I know there are some raffles typically for to win some great prizes. Uh, every year that I've been there, you can win a beehive, a bee kit. And right. so you could get started uh, without any out-of-pocket expense for the hardware. Uh, but even so, uh, it's so gratifying to see and interact with people and, and ask questions. And uh, I think it was the last beekeeping conference I went to at Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, I learned about the art of making an ancient drink called mead. And uh, your uh, mead instructor, Dan Bailey, did a great job. It was so he much He does fun. a great job. And so it's, it's all coming up. It's on Feb 24, 25, and 26 of 2022, just around the corner. You can get all the details and register at nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Debbie, it's a, a great price, a great value, and I want to just tell you how I'm impressed I am with the work that you've done there. This is not your first rodeo or B rodeo, <laughs> is it? This is your 12th annual. 
This is our 12th annual. <laughs> it's amazing how time flies, <laughs> buzzes by. Yes, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Debbie Gilmore and talk about some of the things that you can do to help beekeepers. Because even if you can't attend the Beekeepers Conference, we need your help all the same. We'll be right back. Put your teaching skills and experience to maximum benefit. Community Services Agency of Reno is seeking motivated, passionate teachers to improve the learning outcomes, living standards, and academic success of our young students. My name is Katie Rosas and I'm an assistant teacher for Head Start. I, we do get a lot of great opportunities here. I'm going back to school to become a teacher also. Call us at 775-786-6023 and visit us at csareno.org. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio talking about real estate, real estate for investors. And today we're talking about very small real estate, the beekeepers real estate, the bee box. Talking with Debbie Gilmore from the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And we're talking uh, about the importance of beekeeping, not only for our own satisfaction and joy, but for what it really does for the world, pollination. Debbie Gilmore, you and I were talking not long ago about how important bees are to the world of food all across the planet. You were telling me that one in every 50 bites is related to a bee. What is it, actually? One-third of one -third. all of our food. One in every three bites, bites of our food is dependent on the world of honeybees in one way, shape, or form. They're like the master pollinator, aren't they? They are. They are. And they produce such a wonderful product with honey and beeswax, and you know there's other things that they produce that a lot of us don't know about. Uh, well, propolis is one of them. I was exposed to the world of propolis when I became a beekeeper. And some friends think propolis is something you put in your car. It's not. <laughs> propolis is one of the best things ever that Mother Nature can produce. And Mother Nature produces propolis 
bees do the work to produce it. Debbie, tell our listeners, our viewers, what propolis is about. Propolis. Propolis is collected by the honeybees. It comes from various plants and trees in our area. One of the most popular plants um, sources for propolis is the cottonwood trees. Mm -hmm. And it's a resin that they collect and they take it back to their beehive and they sterilize their environment with it. Um, it's antimicrobial. They polish all of the wood parts inside the beehive. They polish um, the comb honey, everything with propolis to sterilize it. Mm. Um, it's also very, um, it's a good medicinal, um, what is it called, a, a chemical, or it's many chemicals together, but um, it's very good for um, medicinal purposes so for, for humans, humans. Humans can use this. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can find it in toothpaste. You can find it in chewing gum. Um, you can find it in capsules if you want to take it. It's good fi for digestive issues. Really? But Real we fun. have a person coming from Ohio mm -hmm. who is like an expert in propolis. Mm -hmm. And she's going at our conference in February, and she's going to talk about all the health benefits, how to collect it, everything that we need to know about propolis. So when I first learned about propolis, Debbie, here's what I thought it was. I thought it was like glue. Because I was told by some of the beekeepers I was talking to in my first year that all the glue that is used by the bees that they make to stick the boxes together to seal out any cracks, to keep the air out, to so control heat, whatever. Uh, are they use, really using propolis to do oh, that? Oh, yes. So yes, they are. So they use propolis like a caulking. And at the same time, it has these, uh, uh, these cleaning values, these... Uh, it's also, yep, it's also called the bee glue. Okay. And that's why we need hive tools or you can't get that's inside right. your hive. That's right. got to prime be open. Because they seal everything with propolis mm -hmm. and you have to use the hive tool to, yeah. to pry the frames apart, the hives apart. Um, so propolis ha is an amazing product. So uh, as a beekeeper, I could collect a little bit of propolis each time I go into my beehives, right? I can scrape some off around exactly. the, the edges, yep. around the, the wherever I see some of this dark blue-like looking. It's like a thick wax, and you can just kind of scrape it off. And I would imagine that's somewhat what it's like when you collect it, right, when you want to make things out of it. At the last beekeepers meeting that we went to at Mason Valley Beekeepers, there was a lady who had made uh, set up and she was putting together tinctures of propolis right mm -hmm. mixing it with water i guess and turning it Everclear? into a liquid Ever, oh, not quite water <laughs> Ever <laughs> looks like alcohol. water yeah you Ever can also use water and anyway it just makes this little liquid form of this tincture and what can this tincture be used for oh gosh tincture can be used we can use it um as people we can use it for infections mm -hmm. um it's good for gingivitis, a lot of um, oral infections and stuff, because it's very antibacterial, yeah. antifungal. So um, it's a great it's a great product. Well, that's what's important to know about the world of beekeeping is honey is also antibacterial. It is. And it has tremendous health benefits. And you can put it on a wound or a scratch or a scrape, and it will help heal that. Burns. Because it, it, it has a natural form of uh, hydrogen peroxide that it produces. There's so many good natural medicinal benefits from the beehive, Debbie. 
that you really don't get to learn about so much until you become active in the world of beekeeping. I remember when I first got into the world of beekeeping, and I was thinking about it probably about six years ago now, I was reading about honey that had been found in one of the ancient tombs in Egypt, and that honey was still edible. Mm -hmm. It was still, as it was, it was amazing, it doesn't go bad. I it found does out not. it doesn't, it never, it never spoils, it never turns rotten, it never, it's an amazing, amazing thing that only the honeybee can produce. That's right. It's That's a fantastic correct. thing. It's like magic. It is magic. Everything out of the beehive is magic. You know, the way the bees work, all the products that are produced, not only the propolis and the honey, but the real jelly, the beeswax, mm -hmm. and the pollen. I mean, yeah. it's all just fascinating. And what a social environment. It is so female-controlled and dominated, the world of beekeeping, the world of beehives, the bees' colonies themselves. It's all around the queen. There is no real king, if you will, like with the lion world. In the beekeeping world, it's all about the female. Yet they need the males a little bit to do their <laughs> part. However, it's so uh, female-centric and dominating. It's an interesting study in social behavior. It is. It is. There's only a few super organisms, you know, in, in the world, in, in life. And honeybees are a superorganism. Mm -hmm. A colony of bees is a superorganism. It's like humans, we can live alone. We can survive by ourselves. Mm -hmm. We can get our food. We can take care of ourselves, everything. But honeybees cannot live, one honeybee cannot live by itself. Mm -hmm. It takes the whole organism to survive. It's fascinating. Debbie mm -hmm. Gilmore is my guest. She's the president of the Mason Valley Beekeepers and also the Queen Bee at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference that happens every year, Yarrington, Nevada. This year it's Feb 24, 25, 26. I recommend it to all my friends, anybody who wants to get involved in the world of beekeeping. This is the place to start. Uh, great speakers, great demonstrations, uh, great opportunity to learn if it's really right for you. I took the beekeeping class my, before my first and second uh, I had two classes before I launched with my bees, and I'm so glad that I did it. I was totally confident, more so uh, <laughs> now than that, but it's really worth it. So check it out, the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Uh, you'll learn so much and be able to give, give so much good back to the community. Debbie, there were great workshops. Any idea what the workshops will look like this time? Um, the workshops, we always try to bring in new ideas, some practical workshops for um, not only experienced beekeepers, but for new beekeepers as well. Um, we're having some, again, on propolis, how to collect it, how to use it. Um, let's see. I forget what the other ones are, but we have uh, six different workshops going on. I would recommend a mead drinking workshop. It would be very good. <laughs> you drink all the soup and drink the most mead. I think that would be kind of fun. We have some <laughs> um, mead sponsors as well, so we usually have mead tasting as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I was looking at your website. You have a new sponsor too this year's uh, help save the bees is one of your sponsors yes based out of reno here mm -hmm. um we're really excited about that and um of course you have perry farms that is a big sponsor of nevada state beekeepers conference we want to thank them uh, when you go to mason valley 
you know you're in Perry Farms country. That's right. Because right. you can just see all the beautiful agriculture and a lot of beehives. It's a great company, and they have been sponsoring our beekeeping conference for at least 10 years yeah. of the 12. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we ha- we're pretty supportive of beekeepers in oh, Lyon yeah. County. Last year, uh, and I've, I'm sure it's this year again, Edible Reno Tahoe Magazine is another great sponsor of the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And they put they all are. of your information about the bee conference in upcoming issues, and people will be able to see that and get another encouragement to come to our state beekeepers conference. But Debbie, last year, this magazine did a uh, follow-up issue on the world of beekeeping. They have this beautiful cover with uh, honeycomb on the front and a great story, an expose, if you will, about the world of beekeeping in the publication. And there was an article there that featured Hall's honey. That was pretty impressive. (laughs) Amanda and Jackie are great people, and... um they love honey, and they love beekeepers. And, oh, yeah. Um, well, they know good food you know, at Edible they, Reno they Tahoe. They do. They do. And so here, yeah, here's the article here. It's called Honey Hunter, and Hall's Honey was one of the featured honeys that they talked about. And um, uh, it's just Im- so impressive, Debbie, that you have so many years of history in your family's business at Hall's Honey. Uh, it's no wonder that you're a great proponent of Nevada State Beekeepers Conference and all the work you do. Well, thank you. Thank you. Another publication that's very important to the world of beekeeping is a national publication called Bee Culture Magazine. And um, it, is, uh, it is an absolute gem of a magazine if you love the world of beekeeping. And one of the things I like about the magazine is that because it's distributed all across the country, all around the world, it gets us all updated at the same time as beekeepers about things that are happening in our area, in other areas, other parts of the world that may affect us one way or the other down the road. So it really is really a monthly news update when you read Bee Culture magazine. And we announced our bee conference coming up in February in Bee Culture magazine. And so if you get Bee Culture, you'll see it in the November and December issues. But Debbie, there's even more connection with Bee Culture Magazine this year than ever before. Like, oh, uh, yes, and I love it because Dr. Jerry Hayes, who is the who is now the editor of Bee Culture Magazine, is actually going to join us at our conference this year. I am so excited about that because I have seen him speak many times, and um, for him to be coming to Nevada is pretty special. So I'm excited to see him. I'm very excited to see him and meet him. I mean, I... When you when you interact with so many beekeepers on a regular basis, he's got to be a great beekeeper himself. I don't know whether he has bees, but in his head, I know he's a beekeeper. And if he's a beekeeper, he's probably a great beekeeper because he talks to the top experts. It's really amazing. It is amazing. And he shared a little secret that not many people know about Dr. Hayes. Is he got his beekeeping start in Nevada. No kidding. Yeah. So he's like coming home. Oh, how nice. <laughs> Dr. Jerry Hayes from Bee Culture Magazine is going to be at our conference. Uh, it's a great time to to be alive, right? It is. It is. <laughs> it is so nice to be. I hope that I see many new faces and uh, get new feedback on our beekeeping conference coming up in 2022. Debbie, I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. 
And I want to thank you for being with us today. Do you have any final thoughts or encouragements or messages for our listeners? Well, I just hope people, if they are beekeepers or if they're just interested in bee products or just what's going on in the world of beekeeping, that you join us because we will have stuff for everyone, um, honey tasting, silent auction stuff. Um, I just hope that they come out and join us. Oh, yes. And uh, you mentioned earlier, Debbie, that... um, most of the people uh, that you're seeing in many cases, it's the the woman, the girl who gets interested and then talks to her husband or her boyfriend and they get interested and next thing you know, it sounds like a great place to meet girls. <laughs> it is a great place to meet girls. <laughs> All right, we'll see you at the 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, thanks for being with us. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Peter. Hello, I am Kristen DeMara, the Director for Head Start and Early Head Start for Community Services Agency here in Reno. If you love working with children and you love making a difference, call us at Community Services Agency. Our website is csareno.org, or you could come see us at our main location at 1100 East 8th Street in Reno, Nevada. Parents, teachers, retired teachers, we would love to talk to you. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Learn about products from beehives used for health and beauty from world-renowned speakers. The Honey Tasting Contest, the 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. I'm glad you're tuned in to our radio show today, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Many people that I talk to tell me that they really don't think they're in a position where they can buy real estate because they either don't have enough income for down payment, maybe they have bad credit, maybe their income is so low they can barely afford to pay their bills, and so forth and so forth, right? We hear all those stories when we ask people why they're renting instead of buying a home. I think it really all comes down to one major thing, and that's this, debt. How much debt is in your life? Because like a bad influence in your life, debt too can influence your life in bad ways. It can make you think about things differently because you have learned to have debt, to tolerate debt in your life And now this is the kind of person that you are, a person that allows themselves to be indebted always to others can not have as much control over their life as 
a person that doesn't have debt hanging over them. So on this segment today, we're going to be talking about how to be debt-free in as little as one year, depending on your individual circumstance. And I'm going to tell you this for two very good reasons. One, I've used this system and it has worked for me. Two, I learned this system a number of years ago when I got into the mortgage world and my mortgage mentor, God rest his soul, Ben Barker, my mentor passed away in 2014. And I miss him today. Ben Barker was one of the smartest mortgage lenders I've ever met. Not only because he was a great mortgage lender, that's what he did for a living. Ben Barker was a great instructor and he was a great motivator and leader. He was like a Klingon, if you know what I'm talking about with Star Trek. He was one of those people that he got in your face and he told you exactly what he thought. I loved Ben Barker. Let me tell you what I learned from him about being debt-free. So the main thing is this. Debt is really killing Americans' ability to purchase a home. The average American has saved very little of their income. Uh, the most recent stats are anywhere from 0.05 to 1% of their income. And, you know, we actually see that most people, you know, are spending their way into trouble. The bottom line is that you cannot build your own value, your own wealth, if you owe other people money. Ben Barker used to put together a great class on being debt-free in a year, and my notes from him are what I live by. Let's look at the key stats. The average American has over $15,000 in unsecured debt. $15,000 of unsecured debt, that's not very high by today's standards, but that is a lot of money regardless. Our grandparents didn't even have credit cards, and they did pretty good without them. I remember my mom sending me to the store to get some groceries, and my mom would tell me to sign for it. And I would just sign for it. And she knew the store owner. The store owner know me, knew me, my family, her. He knew that my dad got paid about once a month and that my mom would come in and pay the debt. And she did that. You see, she was using debt, that kind of debt, that kind of credit in a good way. She was maintaining cash flow at home so that when my dad got paid, that's when she paid the bills and then she could live without having to spend any more money until the next time she'd pay the bills. Now, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Bad debt is any debt that you use to buy non-assets, okay, when you look at them. If you go into debt to buy a toy, that's bad debt. If you go into, a, into debt to have some fun, take a vacation, go to an amusement park, that's bad debt. You know, it's hard to get rich when you're constantly pulling money out of your pocket and spending it like, you know, fact is, when you're spending, 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 you don't think about paying any money to yourself. I mean, who is the most important life that you think about in your world? It should be your own. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people, whether we are talking from a physical standpoint or a financial standpoint, you have got to get yourself out of debt. Psychologically, it makes you feel better. And being out of debt, how much stress do you think that would take out of your life? You know, some families actually go as far as divorce because of debt. Either they both got into it, one got in it, they're fighting about it, whatever the reason, but debt is a uh, saber. It's trouble in a relationship. You know, when you have a lot of debt and you interact with different people, you'd be surprised. So you can set an example for your kids, your friends, your family members 
by being one of those persons that's a leader in society, working yourself out of debt, staying out of debt. You know, when you're out of debt, you actually even feel better. I know that because with less stress, you're happier, you smile better, you use better muscles, you maybe exercise, go for walks, have fun. It's hard to do that when you're constantly thinking about how you're going to pay your debts and what this next debt that you're going to take on. Your life will be so much simpler without a whole bunch of debt. But how do you get out of debt? I'm going to tell you. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I learned how to get out of debt, how to be debt-free in a year, from my mentor, Ben Barker. And here's how you do it. In your first step, what you do is you have to, you have to add up all of your debts. Put them on a piece of paper. Put them on a spreadsheet. Put them on one line. List up your debts. First of all, your credit cards. If you have two, three, four, five, it doesn't matter. Put each one in there separately so you can add the total for each credit card. Then if you've got payments, personal loans, student loans, car payments. Who doesn't have a car payment, it seems like, right? Put that in there because that's one of your debts. You're paying that every month. Anything that you're paying on a regular basis that you have to pay, that you have to pay. That's the important thing that you have to pay. I'm not talking about tickets to the movies. I'm not talking about trips to Tahoe. I'm not talking about football tickets to next year's whatever game, whatever sport, whatever thing. I'm talking about things that you absolutely, these are the necessities. Put them down there in your monthly payments. Now, you look at all your debts and you see all those credit cards, here's the first thing you got to do. It's the hardest part of this whole process. You cut up all your cards except for one of them. Do not close those accounts because those accounts are going to work in your favor. They're going to work in your favor. You're not going to close those accounts. You're going to tear up the cards so you don't add any more debt to those balances. The next thing you're going to do is if you own your home, you're going to get a second mortgage or a new first mortgage to consolidate all of that debt that you have up there. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, why do I want to refine my house just because I got some credit card debt? Listen, if it's a major debt that you can't handle, you need to know every single option you have. And I think this is a great option for the right people. A first mortgage or a second mortgage is going to do this. First of all, remember, you're only going to do it once. The idea is you only do this once in your life. This is a part of getting out of a big hole. You need a certain kind of shovel, and this is a great shovel. The second mortgage or a new first mortgage. It makes sense because you can bring down your average interest rate down from whatever you're paying right now, which I guarantee you is somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 to 26% on that credit card, you can bring it down to today's new low interest mortgage rates. I mean, we're talking about two point something, three point something, maybe 4%. That's a huge, huge difference in the amount of money you'll have to pay monthly to get that credit card paid off. Your effective interest rate on your mortgage really goes from whatever the note is, it goes down even that lower than that. And you know why? Because home loan interest is tax deductible from your ordinary earned income. At least that's the case in my personal tax world. Everybody's is different, and I encourage you to talk to your own tax professional. Remember, I am not a tax professional or a CPA. Please talk to them about your tax implications before you apply or sign documents on a mortgage. Now, if you can't do a refi, you don't own a home, you can't get a first mortgage, what do you do? You can consolidate all your debts into one or two credit cards. And, and then see if you can negotiate a lower rate on either one of these cards. And I guarantee you, your chances are pretty good that you can 
Sometimes you just have to ask for things in this world, you know? Like, ask to reduce your debt. This is a great way. It's a great way to help you reduce your debt. Remind those people when you're talking to them, asking about reducing your interest on your credit cards. You're trying to reduce your debt. You're trying to get out of debt, and we need their help to do that. Ask your credit company. Ask them if you'll make a deal. Ask them, what can I do? What can we do to lower my interest rate? After you go through that process, whether you can or you can't, the idea is to make sure you're making the minimum payments on all the credit cards except for one of them, just the minimum payment. Then take any leftover money and use it to pay off one credit card at a time. As you pay off each credit card, you'll have little celebrations, little chances to have fun. And this will encourage you to keep going. I remember when I paid off that first credit card, I thought, wow, if I can do that, I can pay off the other two. It's an amazing process. And then you go with the next system, which is when you buy things, make sure you're paying the least amount that you need to, and make sure you know what you're buying. In fact, go with an all-cash system. I know everybody uses credit cards, but here's what I'm saying. In your mind, this is cash, and if you can do it, go to cash. I use a lot of cash. I love cash. It's fun. It's different. But write down what you spend for groceries, clothes, eating out, fun money, and say, what's your budget? Make sure the amounts are reasonable and that that's where you're going to stay on every single month. And if you've got car payments, remember this, they can be a killer. The idea is you've got to find a way to get your payments down, and car payments is one of the biggest payments most people have. If you have car payments now, see if you can not have one. Sell your car, then pay a cash amount for a you know, less expensive car. If you already have negative equity in your car, pay it off. And when you pay it off and you're going to buy another one, don't go getting in debt again. Pay cash for your used car, something you can afford, and let somebody else take that huge depreciation. That alone is going to help you get out of debt maybe in as soon as one year. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to call me at Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I can point you in some great directions. Have questions for our professional staff at Sage International. Call me at 775-786-5515 and tell me that you want to be debt-free in one year. Next week on Nevada Real Estate Radio, Brian Cushing from the Guild Mortgage Team will be joining us to talk about the moves in interest rates, how they impact home mortgage payments. Also, some tips to help with First-time homebuyers, if you need a little extra cash because you don't have quite enough for a down payment, there might be some options for you and some of the best practices to have a good credit score when you first talk to your mortgage lender about getting a loan to purchase a home. Brian Cushing is our guest next week on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our radio show today. Hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, Head Start and Early Head Start have improved the lives of more than 37 million children and their families. The Sherry Hill Show.
It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.